I met her maybe a week before she was murdered. We hit it off well, and I was looking forward to talking to her again. She had approached my group for professional advice. She was going to travel into Maiwand, which at that time was one of the most dangerous districts in Kandahar province, Afghanistan. We had a reputation for going anywhere, but in those days, even we didn't go into Maiwand. We told her as much. She and I exchanged email addresses and agreed to share some of the books we were each reading. She was highly intelligent, well-educated about the region, experienced, and not a fool. She also had heavy protection, and to boot, here she was consulting with everyone else she could find. The risks were high, but she took every conceivable precaution, and into my wand she went. They flew what was left of her to an ICU in the United States where she formally expired several weeks later. I am told that she never did regain consciousness and that's probably for the best. I was sad, perhaps more sad than I could immediately grapple with. I learned the details of what they had done to her and of what was subsequently done to them, and this sent me on a brief, instructive journey. The particulars of her attack are not suitable to describe, but when I learned about it, I immediately sensed that, somehow, I would not have been vulnerable in that particular way. What they did to her wouldn't have worked on me, I believed. I didn't have a rational reason for believing this, it was just an intuitive conviction. Not long afterwards, the guilt started creeping in. My new friend was gone, and I was here, and it wasn't fair. Now, perhaps I would have gone on some downward spiral, but in this particular case, I was lucky, and I came away with a lesson that I want to share. I was lucky because my emotions were strong enough that I started down this psychological path, but because I had known her so briefly, my emotions did not completely overwhelm my reason. I maintained enough presence of mind to be able to see what was going on in my own psyche. I felt guilty because I felt superior because I would not have died the way that she did. That was the emotional side of it, though the superiority part was so overwhelmed by the guilt that I almost didn't notice it. My rational side saw it differently. Although I wouldn't have died in the particular way that she did, no actual proof of that, but go ahead and accept it as a postulate, it did not follow that I was in any way superior to her. We all have our weaknesses and blind spots. Someday, I will run into something that hits me where I can't see, and I'll be done. She ran into something in her blind spot, and that was the end of her. We all have our own paths to walk in our own struggles. She had walked all the way to the end of her path, and someday I will walk to the end of mine. There is no reason why our paths and our burdens should look anything alike. Seeing it that way, and recognizing that the guilt had been triggered by a fleeting sense of superiority, made me feel better. Had I been any more upset by her death than I was, then I don't think I would have been able to detect the momentary feeling of superiority, and I think I would have had a hard time climbing out of the ensuing pit of dark feelings. If that insight is helpful to any survivors out there, I'm glad, because there's no need to feel guilty, eventually we will each run into the one thing that can kill us.